So like we hear the promise of Jesus that he's not going to leave us alone. He won't leave us orphans. Mm. And I think back to like right after losing my mom, someone was like, oh my gosh, you're an orphan. And like the first thing that popped into my head was I'm not. Jesus tells me I am not an orphan. You know, that he has given us not just the Holy Spirit, but when we begin to feel alone in this journey of parenthood, that he's given us these guides. Yes. In our grandparents, in our surrogate other family yeah. in, in the parishes. And so loving Jesus authentically as you do, grandma, grandpa, um, and inviting the kids to participate in that with you, it is such an organic way to keep kindling their imagination towards a relationship with God, because yes. that's what we're after. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52 sponsorships. Let me be the first to wish you all a happy Mother's Day. And a happy Mother's Day to you as well. And with your spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday and Easter season experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm Rocky McCormick, your other co-host. Pull up a chair, put your phone on silent, hide in the bathroom with your chocolate on this Mother's Day if you must. I recommend it. But join us as we talk, laugh, and occasionally cry about our experience raising Catholic families and encountering God in the everyday moments of our life. So Sunday Mm -hmm. is Mother's Day. It sure is. It's also still Easter. Yep. Still in that Easter. I love Mother's Day and Easter season. It's just all the flowers are still out. Although the lilies do try to kill me. I'm allergic. And so... About an hour is all I can do before my body starts to feel like it's under attack. Is, is everyone taking notes? Do not send Rocky lilies no. for Mother's Day. Right. Any right. other um, floral yeah. arrangement is acceptable. Hopefully my enemies are not uh, taking note <laughs> to fill my house with lilies. <laughs> I have no enemies. So okay. I know we are approaching Mother's Day very quickly here. Mm-hmm. And I hope all of you, if you have mothers and grandmothers in your lives, you have already made some plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I also pray that if you are a dad listening, that you and your children have made some plans yes. to honor your wives and mothers. However they wish to be honored. Yes. However they However, wish to be However, even if that means without you. <laughs> Maybe. 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 But I thought today would be a really great time to honor a very particular role in the lives of our families. And that is the grandmother. Ah, grandmama. And really any... Any uh, seasoned adult yeah. who is playing that role mm-hmm. for our families too, I think, because it's a very uh, it's a very unique place to be mm-hmm. in an age where you bring a lot of experience and wisdom mm-hmm. to family life mm-hmm. and unlimited candy to also to unlimited children. candy and toys and right like things we will that talk take about lots of batteries. That. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's play a little word association. Here. Oh, like okay. what, uh, what do you think of when you think of the word grandmother? Well, so I'm going to have to be fully, uh, full disclosure here. This is a hard topic for me. I grew up not near my grandparents because mm-hmm. my grandparents were in India. Um, and so I always kind of felt a little isolated from, from that. And yeah. then for my own children too, we were so blessed to have Tim's mom's 
still here and with us and very much um, a vital part of our, our family. But you know, with my own mom's passing, it is, it's, a, it's a tough thing to think about because the thing I really do think about is that wisdom and the care and the help that our grandmothers give us. Yes. And like we talk about it needing a village and how they're kind of the matriarch of, of the village. Right. Like they are the caretakers. They are the passer on of information, even if it comes with those battery operated toys that we then send back to their house. Sure. Um, and so it's it's tough. But I do. I think of wisdom. I think of family dinners. Um, I think of sleepovers for my children. <laughs> like they love going over to... Mm their Nona's house. Do they like it? They do. Oh, good. They haven't grown out of that where they're like, no, that sounds boring. No. Oh, good. No, they get away from us. They get to do whatever they want because also I'm learning that part of the grandparent gene is forgetting the parent gene that like was <laughs> restrictive. And so yes. now like ice cream for dinner? Sure, why not? Are there no rules at Nona's house? I mean, there are still rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> then we would like have to maybe do a wellness check if there were no rules. Like we've completely abandoned who you are. <laughs> no. But there are times when the kids are like, we don't understand. We're like, listen, this is not the same woman who raised us. Even with my mom when she was here. Oh, we could have right? a whole like, episode about things that my mom lets my kids do that I was yeah. never allowed to do. Yeah, but maybe today we won't focus on that. <laughs> then we'll focus. But there, there is a beauty in that too, right? Like the, the unconditional love and support and kind of like reinforcements yeah as we are ba- not battling that's the wrong word but like as, as we're raising our children yeah and it's hard it yeah. is hard it's not for the faint of heart absolutely so so we're yeah. going to honor those grandmothers and the seasoned women in our lives because no mom would be where she is today without the mom who came before her mm-hmm. and the seasoned women who continue to lift us up and carry us through some of our more difficult moments in parenting yeah, and we really are going to extend that that village to other seasoned men. Absolutely, because it is because we know, need them. We do, and and I do know that this is kind of a tender spot for a lot of us who yes. either don't have our moms with us, or maybe don't have the best relationship with our mothers, mm. or you know have some hurt that needs healing. And so, the point of all of this is that there are women who have come before us on whose shoulders we stand and who continue to lift us up, and we want to honor that. Amen. So, amen. How are we doing that? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is recognize that we have this whole generation of grandparents who now in 2023 Mm -hmm. are taking a very active role Mm -hmm. in raising young children. Either like they are the primary daycare provider while their adult children are working, um, they're caregivers or guardians. Sometimes they're the, the the primary sharers of the faith for yeah. their grandchildren as well if so. their adult children have left the church, you mm-hmm. know. And I, and I think there is a lot of pressure that maybe they put on themselves sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if their adult children have left the church, to make sure that their grandchildren know who Jesus is, yeah. to make sure that they hear that gospel message. And and I think it might stress, might stress them out a little bit yeah. sometimes, you know. My, my own mom... Um, she helped watch my older three boys when I was working and in grad school. And even now, she'll still help pick up the younger kids mm-hmm. um, and hang out with them so that my husband and I can squeeze in a night out, yeah. a date night, oh, or yeah. you know, even sometimes like just go run some errands and not have to worry that they will all 
drive each other insane because <laughs> we're right on that border where uh-huh. the big kids will mostly watch the little kids mm-hmm. but there are some days where it's like eh, we're gonna be gone at least a few hours and i feel like they won't know i know that right. they definitely will not brush their teeth and put themselves in bed no so could you just pop by and make sure well and also <laughs> like where the that. older ones might be capable of looking after the little ones the little ones will not respect that absolutely necessarily and be like yes. who are you yes i know what you did and i'm yes. gonna tell Yes, right. absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, um, our situation is very much the same. Tim's mom is a huge part of our lives and our kids' lives. And, you know, she watched the babies when I was working full-time, even as I work part-time. You know, she's our, our backup if the kids are sick and we can't stay home with them. They go to Nana's. And, yeah. Um, that's just part of our life. Like, I don't know what we would do if that wasn't the case. And I know that that's not the case for a lot of people. And we are so grateful that we have that love and support. So close. To be able to be like, um, can they come over? And she'd be like, yep, drop them off. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, but one thing we hear a lot about among our friends and other young families is that not everybody has a grandparent mm-hmm. nearby. And we hear that from the grandparents that their children are off in other states. And so I'm so grateful for also like the adopted aunties and adopted grandmas who love on our family, either in our church or through our friend groups and are just such an encouragement and support for us as well. You know, that intergenerational presence. And I think that's really what we're kind of getting to the heart of here. Yes. Is that that intergenerational presence and community building in our parishes is just so important as we raise our families and really just a key part of raising families that are firm in faith. Yes, we need that. And I know there are, I, I mentioned this earlier, I know there are a lot of you grandparents who are listeners here who are a little worried about how that faith is going to be passed down if you are not uh, close by in close proximity to your to your grandchildren or even if you are and your adult children have have left the church Um, and I just want to offer you a word of encouragement and thank you for your ministry for your faith for your prayer and your support because it really is so meaningful to all of us who are still in the trenches so to speak oh yeah absolutely (laughs) and you know it's funny I I never know who listens to our podcast, so thank you for those of you who do, um, because people will come up to me and be like, well, it's not really for me, because, you know, it's for moms. I'm like, it's not for moms, it's just for families. It's it's for families. And so a grandfather came up to me and was like, I listened, and it was so, so refreshing, and it was helpful. And I was like, guess what? We have got something coming for grandparents. (laughs) So this is for you. Um, But seriously, I do. I have conversations with so many moms of, of young adults because one of the things that I, I do is family ministry, and they do, they lament the fact that their children are not practicing the faith that they, the way that they would hope. Yeah. If they haven't left completely, they're still not coming a lot, or it's not the central part of their life. It's not how they raised them. And so I also want to offer some encouragement to say, like, my, what I always pray with them, I pray with them, and I, and I try to remind them in that prayer to have faith that Jesus has not left their children. Yes. He is still active in their lives. But we do. We see a lot of grandparents bringing their grandchildren with them to Mass. And it's so cute. It's so sweet. Uh, and, and those children can be a vehicle back for your children as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Right? Like, they're not abandoned. Yes. And so we continue to pray. Maybe not burn down the churches with all the candles, but we do, <laughs> we do continue to pray. Well, and we've talked before about how parents are parents give children their first image of God. Mm-hmm. But grandparents are part of that, too. Oh, especially yeah. if you are bringing them to mass, especially if you're teaching them to pray, mm-hmm. especially if you're talking to them about Jesus, um, even, even if that's the only time they hear about it, yeah. really showing them how you live your faith is 
is giving them an image of God that they didn't have before, mm-hmm. and it's giving them a new way to think about their own relationship with Jesus. Right, and thinking back on my own children, like it was Tim's mom who taught them a lot of their first prayers because she was watching them. And so they would say, when they went to spend the night, they had their prayer routine. You know, they would say they're Our Father and they're Hail Mary. And so the kids knew their prayers early on, not just because we were praying them at home, but because when they went to go visit Nona, that was an important part of what they did with her. Yes, yes. My mom has also been um, very active in sharing her faith with, with my children. She made them all rosaries. You know, she oh, sings great. her favorite hymns with them. Yeah. She talks about prayers she loves and saints mm-hmm. she admires. She actually showed up on uh, Divine Mercy Sunday with mm-hmm. a Divine Mercy chaplet and little prayer cards for everybody. <laughs> so, yes, she's yeah. – uh, I, oh, I, I forgot. I almost forgot about this. So one year she had gone to – I think it was like a mission at her parish or maybe a speaker of some kind who came to talk about Mary. Mm-hmm. And um, she decided that everybody needed miraculous medals. Okay. And she bought a bag of 30. Oh, my goodness. And was just like passing them out like candy. Like, here, you get a medal. <laughs> you get a medal. So <laughs> all the medal. kids have a Mary, uh, miraculous medal yep. now. They all have rosaries. Yep. They all have Divine Mercy Chapel. So so she's really just made this part of what grandmas do, right? Yeah. Like, we, we all know that the, there are very few rules at grandma's house right. in some manner. But grandma is also... Um, really good at abundantly showering them with love and showing them how important her faith is. And I I, I love that the kids have been able to experience that. Well, I think too for us, those grandparents and those adopted aunties and and other grandparents can be a really special presence of God's love in their life that we can't give them as parents because we are the keeper of the rules. Yeah, and we've talked about that Mm -hmm. before, how valuable it is for them to see different experiences Mm -hmm. of adults living their faith, to hear someone who's not the parent talking about it and and being available to them to talk about difficult questions. Not just something mom and dad make me do, but look at how this has helped her in her own life Mm -hmm. and how central it is to how she is living now, and it gives her hope and it gives her joy. Yes. So I think one of the really beautiful things about the intergenerational presence in our parishes, too, is that it's such a life-giving thing for our young families who are sometimes so afraid to come because their kids are too loud or they maybe are running in a little late or maybe some of them are missing their shoes or they're not doing the right thing at the right time Mm. and maybe the Cheerios are too much or whatever. But I think... Especially when I think on that, what a beautiful presence it is to have the adopted aunties and grandmas who are there to be like, it's so good you're here. Yeah. Right? Like, we don't have to be perfect when we present ourselves to God. We just have to be present. Yes. And we mentioned before in other episodes how helpful it is to have that third party, Mm -hmm. you know, perspective. Yeah. To have our kids have other people in their lives in different places in life who they can talk to, who they see living out their faith in different ways. I think that is really beneficial to our children, too, to see how faith has carried them through different phases. Absolutely. And I think, too, like as I'm thinking of that third party, you're like that outside set of eyes, how beautiful it is when they reflect back to us the truth of what is going on Mm -hmm. when we are so engrossed in the reality of, like, hurting our children (laughs) and, like, getting the shoes on, getting them to mask, making sure their hair is brushed, or maybe not, whatever, keeping them quiet, that we lose sight of the beauty of what's actually going on there. Yeah. And that we're there and we're present and God is working in us and through us in that sometimes these adopted aunties and grandmas can and our, our own grandparents can reflect back to be like they weren't bad. Yes. They were okay and you guys are doing great. Like that encouragement 
to say you were here, you were present, and they're so sweet, and it's so nice to see them here. Yes. Because they bring new life into the church. Yes, and if you are a grandparent listening in today, we just we just thank you so much. If if you've been at mass and you've offered a kind smile to a struggling parent, if you have caught the toddler bolting down the center (laughs) aisle headed toward toward the sanctuary, we are so, so grateful for you. And if you've never done any of those things, but you have an opportunity to this weekend, please do, because we really appreciate you. Even if it's just like a smile or a laugh, like we know that it's funny (laughs) yes, and not like distracting and we aren't like, you know, there aren't the glares right. of why is your anytime child being you can a have, child. Yeah, anytime yeah. you can offer a smile instead of a yeah. death stare is always good. Always appreciated. Always good. But we know that you take active roles in the oh, church, 100%. in the life of the church in other ways too, as, as sacristans mm-hmm. and extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion and catechists and hall monitors and, and lectors and, and hospitality right. teams. All those things are so important and, and it's such a gift for our children to see that. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the church wouldn't run without that at yes. all. At all, like you are the life yes. of, of and the heart, and um, you know. And I think when it reflect when I reflect back on what it means to share the faith and the people that have had the most impact on my own, it's those that are just living it. Yeah, and it's not the people who have been lecturing me about the faith. Mm-hmm. Though I mean, intellectually, I want to learn more about it, but it's the people who have just shown me by their very actions that it's an important part of who they are and what they do. Because I can get hung up on, like, what is the perfect method to be the most faithful person? Of course, as one does. I know. But they're, you know, and and we love our programs and our lists and our outlines, but that's really not it. Yeah. It's just this organic thing that happens when you have a relationship. And so when I think back on it, it's the people who lived and embodied what they believed that have the most impact. Sure. Because it's true and it's authentic and it's just a part of who they are. And so going back to the gospel for this weekend, if I may. Of course. <laughs> so like we hear the promise of Jesus that he's not going to leave us alone. He won't leave us orphans. Mm. And I think back to like right after losing my mom, someone was like, oh my gosh, you're an orphan. And like the first thing that popped into my head was I'm not. Yeah. Jesus tells me I am not an orphan. Amen. You know, that he has given us not just the Holy Spirit, but when we begin to feel alone in this journey of parenthood, that he's given us these guides. Yes. In our grandparents, in our surrogate other family yeah. in, in the parishes. And so loving Jesus authentically as you do, grandma, grandpa, um, and inviting the kids to participate in that with you, it is such an organic way to keep kindling their imagination towards a relationship with God because yes. that's what we're after. And sharing those traditions that you have, yes. those are so meaningful. Yeah. You know, I think we've mentioned this before. Our our children love traditions, mm-hmm. and um, we have we have a friend at work. We have a mutual friend through work yeah. whose whose kids like they do something once. It's like it's a tradition. Oh, yeah. Now we do it every year. <laughs> Because that one time right. on the third Sunday of Easter, yes. we went to McDonald's after Mass. Now, we must always. Every year on the third Sunday, the third Sunday of Easter, Easter, we must go. It is McDonald's Sunday. <laughs> yes, it's now McDonald's Sunday. Fourth Sunday may be Good Shepherd, <laughs> but the third is McDonald's. The third Sunday is always McDonald's, right. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. And I think we're wired for that. I think we are. I think that is why we have the rituals that we do. Because it's our human experience, our human tactile, sacramental experience of making sense of the world around us. It's like whether it's 
consistently praying before meals, whether it's reading Bible stories together or singing songs, uh, praying over them before bedtime, offering masses for your families. Like that, I think, is such a beautiful gift I see from our uh, the, the grandparent generation working at the parish, going yeah. through. Like, as I work at the parish, I see people offering masses for their grandparents and for their, their children. And I think that that's just such a beautiful witness, too, to show that we believe what Jesus says is true. Yes. Yes. Right? And, and we're living we, it even now. Yep. Even as grown adults. With, with no strings attached. Yes. Like, you don't have to come to Mass, but I'm still going to offer this prayer for you because I know that God is working in your mm-hmm. life and I know he's going to call you back. Yeah. One day, somehow, I pray that that will happen because it's important to me. It has given me life and I want you to have that same thing. Yeah. And so that's just such a beautiful thing. But like I said before, maybe don't light all the candles <laughs> all at once. But thank you, grandparents yeah. and seasoned individuals in our churches who mean so so much to us in the lives of our families you just you offer so much wisdom and so much hope in sharing Mm -hmm. yourselves your experiences your stories your smiles with us when we are trying so hard to raise our children to be part of this church and and to really have a personal relationship with christ and we're so grateful for you and families if you're listening today our our challenge for you this week would be to take a moment and thank a grandmother or an auntie or another seasoned woman in your family's life for her witness. Say a prayer for a grandmother who's died. Ask her to pray for you, for your family, and for yes. those around us. Yeah, There are so many different ways we can do this, but you know, reach out and thank them. And if you're a grandparent listening this week, we have a challenge for you too. <laughs> of course. And that is, we ask that you would offer a prayer for the young people in your life. And ask the Lord to bring good and holy people into their lives who will continue to draw them closer to him. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we just were so grateful for the women and men. But today it's Mother's Day, so we're focusing on the Mm -hmm. women uh, who have built us up and made us who we are. And continue to do that in so many different ways. Regardless of sometimes the mother-daughter oil and water that happens (laughs) as, you know, in our teenage years, we do come to become you. And while at first we might, you know, shudder at those words coming out, like I know now when I hear things come out of my mouth, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was my mother. Like there, <laughs> yes, there is a joy with that. Yes, and it is a place of honor. Someday we all are proud to right. be your mothers in yeah. one way or another. Right. <laughs> yes, and we are proud to be your daughters in one way or another. Mm-hmm. We get there eventually. Mm-hmm. It might be a long and winding road, but we do get there. Amen. So thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. And thank you, aunties, grandmas, godmamas, and all the women who have led us closer to Jesus. We are richer because of the legacy of faith you continue to leave us and have left us. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast, or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org slash 52 sponsorships.